Throw. It would be nice to have a bug. Throw. It would be nice to have a bug. Throw. It would be nice to have a bug. Throw. It would be nice to have a bug. Throw. It would be nice to have a bug. Throw. It would be nice to have a bug. Throw. It would be nice to have a bug. Throw. The happy hour is. of your day off, you lazy bastard. Oh, it's so beautiful outside. I and, hope you got to tickle some chains. And we didn't get a chance to enjoy any oh, of it. Oh, look at that sun, oh. Nick. Oh, wow, is that bright. I feel bad for all those losers who had to be outside yeah. and get blinded by the sun. Blinded by the light. What is the temp? Oh, it's 52 degrees. Yeah, who would want to be out in 52 degree weather in February? It was nice yesterday going for my walk. That was... Beautiful. My walk. Yeah, we yeah we had a lovely walk with Banks. No, I uh I threw I threw plastic yesterday. It was great. Tickling chains just sounds inappropriate. It's it very inappropriate. It's I love so, it so much. Tickles chains. So why don't you use tickling some chains? Why don't you use rope? The chain tickler. Because the chains catch it. The discs better. The chain than the rope. tickler sounds rope like a serial be, killer from the eighties. Rope could catch it well too. Not the same though. It would be slippery. How would it be slippery? It's just catching it. It's just it's a basket. I imagine it's easier it to a manufacture basket. a basket with chains than having to do the, the rope. The NBA, college basketball, high schools, they all use rope. Yeah, well, these are all outside. Or, 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 or so, vi- have you, know, you never played that. basketball on a hoop with a hoop net with outside? Uh, chain hoops. Oh, well, I've played on many outdoor net hoops. Yeah, we either had chain hoops or... They just took the nets off. Oh, God. I always hated playing basketball outside with no net. Also, you had the double rim and the way that the ball bounced off oh, of it. Oh, yeah. Those Bad rims times. were hard. Yeah. Bonk. Boom, it sounded like boom. Happer shooting the basketball. It did sound Do we have like that as a drop, like Nick? I don't have it uploaded. But oh. I forgot to upload it. Ah. But I cut it out. Ah. Well, hopefully we'll be hearing that a lot from UConn's perspective tomorrow what? and not from Bonk. Creighton's. Or are you talking about... No, I said the the, the oh. clanging of the rims. Mm. The number one ranked Huskies come to town tomorrow, and we'll have coverage starting at 6 p.m. right here on The Zone. Jimmy writes, double oh. rims, ugh, the worst. Yeah, they were bad. Ha! Bonk. There's a lot of bunk. Well, how about this from a banker who listens to our show? Old Man Doug, perhaps you've heard of him. From such emails as, here are 10 emails in five minutes. Mm-hmm. I still worked today. But Doug, you work at a bank. Why did he work today? There was no Maybe customers. he forgot. I mean, he's getting older. He forgot. Mm, Time forgot. to go to the office. Oh, I... Let me get in my Oldsmobile. <laughs> it's nice that they're called Oldsmobiles. <laughs> Nick needs a Youngsmobile. I need a mobile. Yeah, he just needs something that has to a bumper. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, how's that process coming along? Are you getting a uh... a bumper? Yeah, are you maybe getting a bumper. I have to meet with somebody on Wednesday. The person who hit your bumper? Nope. Oh, did you ever know what happened to that person? Nope. Oh, it was a hit and run. No, no, I oh. mean that. No, he's been working through the insurance. The other guy's insurance company. It's insane though. how this has been a two-week process. Insurance, what a racket. Well, didn't it happen a week ago Friday, so it's not even been... Fine, a week and a half. But I've been waiting 
a weird amount of time to hear the next step, to get to the next step, mm. which yeah, well, will well, happen Wednesday. Well, it sounds like you're counting down. Yeah, I'm allowed to because I don't rely on it for pure joy. Mm. Uh, by the way, we just got a hideous, horrible text message. One of the worst we've ever received from mm-hmm. John. Mm-hmm. Wrestling on Big Ten, sorry, had to turn you off. That's some gross crap right there, John. Is there wrestling on BTN right now? Uh, you're going to go look? Raw, I'm just gonna Raw check. doesn't start till 7. Yeah, I don't know. And I thought that was on USA. I don't even know what John's talking about. It's bi- oh, is Big Ten Wrestling and Beyond? John, are you serious right now, bro? We're watching hockey Big Ten Wrestling and Beyond. That sounds horrible. By the way, congratulations, Penn State. They won the wrestling yesterday. What happened to Iowa? I don't know. Penn State won this time. Wow. That one dude's mom tried to beat up the other oh, team. Oh, with the glasses? Yeah. Hmm. Well, that was her son's last match. I think she's done now. Oh, I remember when her son now lost. She's, now she's, that was so funny. Now she's in line for a shot at uh, the title at WrestleMania. Mm. Nice. Well, Tom Chattel has done a off-season Q&A with Matt, Matt Rule. Matt, Matt Rule. Uh, some interesting <clears throat> answers regarding um, some of the questions that he had for him, including, where's your urgency at? And uh, one of the things he mentioned Matt Rule was mine's at an all-time high but I think it was high last year we did a lot of things last year to get ourselves ready now we have to have urgency they the players have to embrace the pressure what was good enough last year isn't good enough this year you know I asked a question earlier of Mitch Sherman because he uh, pointed at three things that they need to overcome now the the person who asked this question to Mitch was if they can get to eight or nine wins. Right. But one of the ones that he talked about was the mental game of believing they will do what's needed to win the fourth quarter in close games. And I think that Rule was a bit caught off guard by the ghosts that hung over the program Mm -hmm. going into that first game and just kind of the discourse that surrounded them. And that was the first thing that I thought of, uh, that urgency going into year two, was, and he says it, they have to embrace the pressure. They do. That is, it's such a tired phrase now, but pressure is a privilege. Like being able to challenge yourself in that way, being able to put everything like that on your back, that is a good thing Mm -hmm. because that means that people care. Your coach cares, the fans care, and hopefully you care too. On his plan for Dylan Rayola this spring, Matt Rule says, I have nothing different for Dylan that I have for anybody else. That's the number one thing that hurts young players is expectations. Let's worry about today. You've got Patrick Mahomes, the most dominant player in the NFL. He sat from day one. Other guys, they played from day one. I told Dylan, don't worry about being the five-star. Don't worry about being all these things. One thing that's special about Dylan, he's just a regular kid. He's a young person going to basketball games, hanging out with his buddies. I'm going to treat him with the same expectations I have for everybody else. For me, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Hell yeah! Sprints are boring. Marathons are way more fun. Are you saying you're better than uh, sprinters? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Josh Peterson, better than Usain Bolt. Hard to argue. I'm curious as to if if Dylan's teammates would agree with how he describes him. He's just a regular kid, given that he is often sitting in the front row, hanging out with guys like John Cook. You know, I, you like know inside I the know. locker room, do they view him as a normal guy or do they view him as this kind of, I don't want to, I'm trying to figure out how I want He's just kind of this thing. He is a, he is well, a thing unto himself that we've not seen around. He here. is a celebrity. Yes. He hasn't played a game here yet. And he is a celebrity. Yes. He might be the most, he's 
he's the most recognizable guy on the football team, and he hasn't played a game here yet. Mm-hmm. That's always a unique challenge because when you're at a spot that is dying for wins and dying for stars, and then one shows up, how you all handle it, and how all of that will be handled in the locker room, we'll we'll find out. And this is a unique test. It's a unique challenge for the development of that c-word culture. Yeah. If that culture truly is strong, then bringing in somebody like this who has a who just by his mere presence will suck the oxygen out of the room and how it will be received by the rest of the team. Like- how it will be received in that locker room will go a long way into determining how successful this enterprise is going to be like think about John when spring ball arrives there's a very real world where first of all Dylan will actually not speak I can't remember what they did with true freshmen last year before they played it down yeah. if it, I think it was a situation where they didn't speak so let's just pretend that that's what they do every player is going to get asked about Dylan Riola sure. whether it's Harburg who is in his room, whether it's a running back who's yeah. played, whether it's a receiver who has played, whether it's a defender, the linemen, the linebackers, the defensive backs, coaches that don't coach Dylan will get asked about Dylan. He is going to suck up, like you said, a lot of the oxygen in the room. And how everybody reacts to that. Bingo. And not everyone's going to react that? the same. Yeah, because there will be, you know it, right now there are players in that locker room that are like, I am tired of him being the center of attention, given that he has not done anything. We have gone through the battles. We have the scars. We have dealt with the losses. And everyone loves this guy because he hasn't played it down yet. Even though a lot of them were also in a similar boat when they arrived. Now, not to this degree, but yeah, he's he will be the story regardless of if we get to or don't get to talk to him You know when, when spring ball starts next month. So we'll find out just how much of a normal kid, in the words of Matt Rule, that he actually is. Yeah. But he'll also have to, you know, he'll have to play the game. He'll have to, you know, get along with folks in there. Yeah. And be able to handle the celebrity, not just how he handles it in the public, but how he handles it privately. Because that's what the teammates are going to see. Mm -hmm. And this isn't to imply that it's going to go swimmingly or it's going to go very poorly, but it will be one of those unique challenges that, comes with the territory of being the new big man on campus. And in this case, it's as big a man on campus as there's been in a long time. Chris writes, Dylan will be on the poster. Put it on the list. Probably will. Eggs. Whoa, I did put it on the list. I don't I don't think he will be, though. He could be. Are we okay. going to have a poster? Are we even? Did we get a poster last season? Well, we no, we never got a poster last season. The yeah. closest thing we got was Jeff Sims and... <laughs> Ramir yeah, that, Johnson. That was the that was the screenshot from the uh Ramir from the Johnson. Social Not Ramir media Johnson. Post. I Luke forgot. Reimer. Luke Reimer. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Ethan Piper. Thank you. Yeah, those are those names. Here's what Matt Rule had to say about college coaches leaving for the NFL because of the portal and NIL. Matt says this is not the best version of college football. At the same time, I think college football is the best game there is. I think there are some coaches who just want to call plays. The college calendar is tough and there are things are there things I wish were different? I'm not against NIL or the transfer portal. To me, I wish there was more structure around it. And then on the subject of what he would like to see with NIL, I'd prefer to have a measure of control. I don't want our players looking at me as the financial guy. At the same time, being able to have conversations with people would be good because they're talking to somebody. We can't really be involved in the conversations. 
That's what the lawsuits are about now, to allow us to be involved in the process. I appreciate I think, that, him I, saying that. I think Nebraska's in a unique spot where they are lucky to have a guy who, who just coming from the NFL, sounds like even though there are things about the college game that aren't interesting to him or are annoying to him, he feels energized by the college game. And you need somebody like that right now. Because if there's any level of disenfranchisement with the current state of affairs, even if it has nothing to do with who your boss is, or it has nothing to do with who your players are, it has nothing to do with how your fans respond to you, but it just has to do with the general irritation of the sport you're in, that's a setback. And those are the kinds of people who are like, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. And I think Nebraska's in a very good spot, at least right now, that they have someone whose mind is open to all of this and is truly energized by the college game. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i happy that he says that stuff because it's so odd and weird that coaches are legally not allowed to play a part in these discussions, even though, even though we know that they are, even if it's not directly player to player, it's right. me to the handler or whatever it is. Uh Real quick, Don wants to know, why did John go back to pronouncing it Rayola like it rhymes with Crayola, especially after we finally started saying Ryola correctly? Ryola, man. John, thoughts? Dominic Rayola, Nebraska. Dominic Rayola, Nebraska. Mm. You just heard him. Dad says it Rayola, I say Rayola. Dominic Rayola. Mm. Here you go. What about the other one, though, Nick? What other one? You don't have Dominic other one. Rayola. What about the other one? Dominic Raiola, oh. 54, junior. Rye. But that's when he was a millennial. The first one was when he was a grown man. In the Dominic Raiola. Gen Xer? Woat. Woat generation. What do you mean, woat? We're the only ones that have any common sense anymore. <laughs> Trying to drag you guys along. You know, it's funny because I've heard a lot of boomers say that. Oh. Is John a boomer? He wishes no, he my was. parents are. are John wishes he was John? a boomer. No, he my parents bo- are. No, I don't. Wow, my you'd rather are. be a boomer than a member of the greatest generation? Wow. The greatest generation? That's my troops. grandparents. What about the silent generation, John? What, thoughts on them? Which one was that? I don't know. That was the one before oh, the greatest. Oh, tough look for them, but I guess that makes sense. <laughs> they were quiet. It was the one before the greatest generation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody has any takes on the silent generation. What was the generation, generation before World War One? We, You know what? Back in my day, we eh. didn't name these stupid things. We just lived and... We're fine. And no, but then your generation came along. Then, hey, brah, we're Gen X. Yeah, Whoa, you brah. started labeling things and giving us participation trophies. Mm-hmm. I didn't give you Jack. All right, Nick. Yes. You asked what was before the silent generation. Sure. That is the... Uh, oh, no, wait. Actually, the silent generation was in between the boomers and the greatest generation. Oh. Before that was the lost generation. The lost generation was... Defined as the cohort born from 1883 to 1900 who came of age during World War One in the Roaring Twenties. Oh. Should call them the Roaring Twenties generation. Well, be- people forget about World War One. Yeah, they do. They're probably going to the war. Yeah. It's crazy that they named it World War One. It's like they knew what was going to happen next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the war to end all wars. Mm. It's crazy. Good call, Bob. It's crazy that they named Star Wars Episode Five. That's true. John, this is a reminder. Oppenheimer's or about World War II. Very good movie. Don't listen to the, what Jimmy said in the YouTube comments. Yeah, John, or... boobs. You love those. 
You do. That movie has those. And it has, you know. I don't know who doesn't like boobs. People who don't like boobs? I don't know. I don't want to know these I think people. we should watch this for the movie club, John. Boobs? Well, I mean, we could do that. There's that one that John always references. Dallas is in the title, I believe. <laughs> you always talk about It's a very that. influential movie. Mm. Glory hole. Uh, Will writes, just a suggestion. Put a delay on John's Yukon call. Match it up to TV. Oh, that is a reminder that I forgot to tell people. We kicked Cox to the curb. <gasps> We're back to being streamers again. Way We're to cut YouTube. the cord again. Yep. So hopefully now I can watch and listen to you at the same same time, man. Well, you, No, again, remember my TV or, was so far behind just, I couldn't do or that. just don't Your watch. TV. I mean, you know, just, just listen. Yeah, don't watch. Just listen. Yeah, I like you, but I'd rather watch mm. and listen. So I'm going to try that tomorrow. We'll see. Watch we'll see boys. this and hear about this. That's what Josh always says. I love watching. What time I'd is this starting? Seven thirty, probably seven forty-five, seven fifty, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Because I'm sure they'll push PM. us back. Oh, they'll, they'll push us awesome. back like fifteen minutes because that's what TV does. Mm. Nothing, John loves. We more need than our 9 fifteen PM minutes of pregame so that our pre-taped stuff from the studio can air. We worked really hard on that back in April. Uh, Travis writes, I watched Oppenheimer this weekend. Absolutely excellent movie. Great take, All Travis. this nice weather and you spent three hours watching a damn movie? And another two watching a different movie. Unbelievable. Well, a lot of people probably did that because they also had today off. So we- they're like, I'll just go out on the nicer day. John, we've always been inside watching football. So this was finally a Sunday fun day together. And we wanted to watch well, movies. You had a chance to go outside and you didn't? Uh, it'll be nice again this next weekend. Sad Husker fan writes, Kansas City, the home of your world champion Chiefs, has a World War One memorial. Oh, I've not been inside of it, but I've been to the Memorial Day or Memorial. I took pictures outside of it once for a wedding that I was in. Not my wedding for the record. Wait, you took wedding pictures at a war memorial? Near it. Outside the war memorial. (laughs) Near it. I thought I thought I believe it it sound like you were posing next to. No, no, we weren't posing. We're not posers, John. Hey, I got a great idea. Let's go take our wedding pictures at the Vietnam Wall. Mm. You know, that doesn't, just, yeah. that doesn't sound very uh, respectful. Yeah, we were. De- oh, I don't have any pictures. I thought I had some pictures outside of it, but I just have a close-up of my friend's face. See, but that's isn't that the World War One memorial in the background? I have no idea. I okay, kind of looks what like it. Looks like. Yep. Oh, there's my friend. Nice. I took a picture reflecting off of his. Sunglasses. Josh needed to take a picture of his friend because it's the only one he has. Oh, John, you jerk. Uh, Just to remember what he no, looks like. No, look at all his friends who were at his wedding, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah, lots of people. Chocolate H. <laughs> Chocolate H. Chocolate H. The sad, overhits by Sad the Kevin. Oh, Kevin was there. Is that Tom Chattel? Greg Chattel? Norman. Oh, it's Greg Norman. He has the same hat that Tom Chattel does. Designated Hitler. Scott Frost. Old Man Doug says boomers were raised by the greatest generation. Just saying. No, yes, we know. Are. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we know, Doug. Don't shut up about it. We could buy a house for a penny. Oh man, what a what a time to be alive. Well, yeah, but you also didn't earn a penny until, you know, you had worked 5 years. Inflation. Sounds like sounds like today, John. Yeah. Whenever I meet a millennial that owns a house, I'm like, "Wow. How'd you do that?" A person I worked with in my previous life met him yesterday. He just bought a house. Wow, congrats to that guy. Blew my mind. He's wow. a little younger than I am, and it wow. makes me feel bad. Uh, Will wants to know about the Gilded Age. John, what's the Gilded Age? It's a TV remember. show on HBO. But... I I think it's the 1800s. Gilded Age is the 1870s yep. to the 1890s. Oh. Mm. Occurred between the Reconstruction Era and the Progressive Era. Oh. Yep. Thank you, President L. Thank you, President L. 
Well, he was dead by he then. He was dead by yeah, then. No, he but got, he helped spurn that. Remember, Nick, he got assassinated. Right. By but then Mr. after he was assassinated by, by Mr. WB. Back to you and Boof. <laughs> Reconstruction happened because of Mr. This Lincoln. is why you come here, friends, on President's <laughs> Day to hear about all the history. We can't, That's what you always say, John, is that you're mad that kids have to, uh, or they get Martin Luther King Jr. Day off, for example. They and get they never staff. study him. But here we are helping. We're teaching generations and talking about President L getting assassinated. We're educational. They put a cap in his ass. I hope the play was good. No, Imagine he might have survived. He might have survived if they p- capped him in it. Imagine getting end. assassinated at a bad play. Yeah, what were the Rotten Tomatoes on that play, <laughs> do you think? I don't know. What was the percentage? I'm not sure. What was the play again? He just looks at Mary Todd. Uh, it's like, uh, I don't remember what the name of the play was. Abe Lincoln assassination Guessing play. Guessing that Mary Todd didn't remember the name of the play either. Our American Cousin. Oh. I believe in the South that's called Our American Wife. <laughs> All right, well, this is kind of out of control. I'm not sure where this segment went off the rails. Yeah, how, did, how did this happen? It just did. Uh, apologies. Apologies it all just around. Did. Yep. Uh, Kyle Bush back in the lead. Okay, why is the 8 and then the 22 up there? Well, they're tracking because the 22, I believe, has already been in for his pit stop. So they're tracking where he is. But the 22 is not anywhere on the side list. Yeah, he is. He's 17th. Oh, there he is. There's Lugano. See, that's the difference between where the leader is. See, the leader's like two-thirds of a lap ahead of but Joey Logano. But, slowly, but why do they care about Logano? They're probably because talking he about ju- Because he right came now. in for his pit stop. Oh, these okay. other cars haven't come in for their oh, pit stop. Oh, I see. So okay. they're showing the difference before these guys pit. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, we'll be back. 1620 <laughs> Nick Grimm for Circus Sports Iowa. The big tournament will be here before you know it, but luckily there are many, many games between now and then and many, many chances for you to win with your new sports book. Circus Sports Iowa offers tight money line splits. They don't keep as much money on large market bets like some other places do, and they want you to make money. So much so that they won't limit you for constant winning either. Just keep playing and winning as much as you want. Have a great time. And one last thing that I personally love is the customer service. There's too many times lately over the last few years where you need help with something and whatever business you might be trying to get the help from is either a bad AI or just a bad automation. And it's annoying. I would rather talk to a real person. And that is where Circus Sports Iowa shines the most. Real people behind those computer screens that want to help you shoot them an email or a tweet, and they'll get you squared away as soon as they possibly can. Go ahead and download your new sportsbook now and use it anywhere in the state of Iowa, Circa Sports Iowa. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-238-7633.